Hey, good morning and welcome everybody, or evening, afternoon, wherever it is, whatever time it is you're listening to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Josiah. I'm so happy you're here. Whether you're a part of Crosspoint Church or not, we're so glad you're listening to our Scripture Podcast. Um, it's our way to help or come alongside anybody who's trying to get into Scripture daily and get hear God's voice and be encouraged, built up, challenged and all the things that the Scripture promises to do for us. So thank you for being along for the ride. Um, what we're going to do today, as we always do, is take our Scripture of the day. It comes from Isaiah 55. Um, Isaiah, great Old Testament prophet. Um, a lot of people very familiar with a lot of his writings, um, especially around Christmas time. You'll hear a lot of Isaiah, some prophecies about the coming Christ, the coming Messiah. And... Um, Yep, Isaiah is just beautiful stuff. If you've never looked into it, it's a big, intimidating book. But remember, um, each chapter is worth looking at. Sometimes I think maybe get people get overwhelmed thinking, I don't know if I can read this whole book. It's huge. Don't worry about that. I mean, you take on each chapter, you know, and just consider that an accomplishment when you get to the end. And I know it's going to pay back careful study, just like the Bible always does. All right, so Isaiah 55, reading our verse of the day from Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. I've heard this uh, scripture many times. I don't know if you guys have too. Hard to say. I don't know if it's just from growing up in church or what, but this one is familiar to me. So verse 11 says, so shall my word be. This is God speaking as often he does through his prophets. It's like God speaking in the first person. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Okay. Now this is a great, um, verse of the day, you know, there's no problem. There's no problem with any verse in the Bible, but sometimes the way we approach scripture can, we can get in our own way, so to speak. This is a scripture that to be completely honest, I've heard quoted out of context many times. What do I mean? Quoted out of context. Um, it's something that I've done. Maybe you've done it too. And then maybe someone's done it to you. I've had other people do it to me. Where people lift a scripture, usually just a verse or two, out from its chapter and whatever, and they kind of speak it over your situation. Now, I'm not completely against this. You know, The Holy Spirit can do whatever he wants, and he's involved in our lives, and there's authority in the word. So, I'm not saying you should never do that. So I, I get it. I've memorized a lot of scriptures to speak to myself and pray over and say when I'm in different situations. There's no problem with it. But something we have to be extremely careful about and something we cover a lot on this podcast is be careful of the context. And so this one here, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. This is God putting his own guarantee on his word. You know, He's saying that whatever he says will happen. Just a kind of a picturesque way to put it. He's sending his word out and it's going to return to him. So what we'd have to do, though, and what's so important when you come to a verse, especially if you're going to, like, say, give this to someone or text it to them as an encouragement or say it to them about their life or something that they're going through, you have to be of the utmost certainty that the word you're talking about is something that God said and meant. And so what we'd have to do here is find out what this scripture would have meant to the first 
the original audience it was written to. And so this is, we first of all have to understand, this is a prophecy. God is speaking to his people Israel, and he's talking to his people Israel while they're in exile. And so we have to go kind of far back here, so I hope you'll bear with me. But it's a beautiful verse. So it goes Isaiah chapter 55, starting in verse 1. It says, come everyone. This is, again, remember, God speaking and Jesus takes these words up later, so keep that in mind. Jesus kind of says something about like this about himself on one of the great feast days in Israel shortly before he is crucified. So here's God saying, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which is does not satisfy? Remember, this is Isaiah, God through Isaiah calling people back from idolatry. Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me here that your soul may live and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. So remember some of the prophecies he made, uh, God promises God made to David saying, because you have honored me and your heart is hard after me, someone will always sit on your throne. And uh, we know that eventually Jesus Christ was of the line of David and was in fulfillment of this prophecy. So that's so he speaks this word, never, never forget, Israel, that my steadfast, sure love for David still holds. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Now listen to this. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. So, huge, am I right? Isn't that a cool verse? It's like one quote, quotable sermon after another there. At least that's what it is to my ear. So at the end of this huge verse where he's talking about his steadfast love to Israel and his willingness and ability to save all those who return to him and promising the people that they will call a nation. Now, I I think, and so do many other people that I've read on this, that this is a prophecy about the Gentiles, a nation that has not known God. And I am a Gentile. You probably are too if you're listening to me. And we were called by God, you know, Jesus opened the door to those who, were, who weren't even from Israel to be able to be saved and be in on the covenants that were given to Israel. Pretty cool. And so he's talking about all these things when he says, you know, these things that I've just said will not return to me empty, but they'll accomplish the purpose. So where we started out was saying, you be careful about giving this verse to someone about a specific situation they're going through in life because you got to be sure it's something that God has spoken. Otherwise, you're setting that person up to believe that God has guaranteed some outcome in their life when he may not have. 
And if you've been walking with the Lord for any amount of time, you know that there are many disappointments and hard times for people who follow God. But we know where it all comes out in the end. Now, I'd love to read through uh, 12 and 13, but we just don't have time. But I think this is a beautiful verse and very encouraging for today. So so you're saying, Josiah, you mean I can't quote this verse over my situation and know that God will do what I think what I want him to do. How is that encouraging? Uh, that's fair. But what you're doing is you're exchanging what you want and what you can see and what you hope will happen for the deeper and stronger promises that God has made you, that you can always find a home with him for eternity. You'll be with him that you can come to him and find rest for your souls and peace with God because of Jesus Christ. And these are promises that last for an eternity. And we're getting a reminder that God is not like us. He doesn't hold grudges. He doesn't do this. He loves you. So these are deeper promises. You understand? So trust me, I would need you to come find me when I'm in the middle of a hard time that I wish wasn't happening to me and remind me of everything I just said. So I get it. Trust me. I, when I'm in it, I just want God to do what I want him to do, you know, but that's why we need each other in the body of Christ. And that's why we need the word of God to pick us up and remind us. So oftentimes on this podcast, we look and see if we can see Jesus in these verses. And it's easy because for this particular one, because they're at the beginning Um, Not only does Jesus take up these words on his own lips in the Gospel of John, come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, he who has no money, come buy and eat, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Um, But we can also see Christ in the fact that Jesus is referred to as the Word of God. I'm sure you guys remember this. He, He was, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's a famous beginning to the Gospel of John. And here God promises that his word that goes forth from his mouth will not return to him empty, but will accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing which I sent it. I mean, that is Jesus. You understand that's his life and ministry, the impact he had on this earth. All those things are true about him. It's kind of a beautiful uh, picture prophecy that Jesus was sent by God. He accomplished all that God wanted him to. And though they crucified him, he rose from the dead and returned to God um, with all of us in tow, so to speak. <laughs> so, yeah, wonderful way to see Christ. And I'm sure, as we always say, I'm sure there's many ways to see Christ in this verse, but that's just one that occurs to me here as we're reading it. So, wonderful. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, I hope you've heard something as I, I was, I've been reminded what an awesome chapter Isaiah 55 is. So I hope you'll go back and uh, study, meditate and pray your way through it. And uh, God bless you. And I look forward to getting together with you again. See you next time.